clear your mind and climb the tower. Hi everyone, this is Rowan Odom. Today, we're pleased to showcase The Tower, an ambient, experimental audio fiction which combines a concept album and the mystery and drama of a young woman's journey of self-discovery. Join Kiri as she forsakes the hustle and bustle of the modern world and ascends a seemingly infinite tower. Along the way, she will witness sights and sounds which will challenge her very being and have deeply personal conversations with friends and family on oddly convenient phones left on the tower. Immersive and contemplative, the tower lays out an experience that is touching and dramatic in turn, inspired by the works of Ryuichi Sakamoto and evoking introspective adventures like Celeste. You can find The Tower wherever you get your podcasts, or as an ad-free album on their Bandcamp, tincanaudio.bandcamp.com. Part 1, 2, and 3 are available now, with Part 4 coming soon. Hello, I'm Cody Michael Carmichael, and you're about to be listening to the amazing podcast Syntax, which probably means you're smart, charming, and have great taste. And maybe you're interested in scientists discovering and doing cool things, or you'd like to be one. If that's the case, you should come check out BroadlyEpi.com, where I teach the science of epidemiology, programming, provide summaries of the most recent research, have some software tools available, and a lot more. If you're interested in renting a scientist, well, we have that option too. BroadlyEpi.com, epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello listeners, this is Ty Vaughn, writer for Syntax and voice of Silas Caldwell. I'm thrilled to showcase our sponsors, the exceptional creative software suite, World Anvil. World Anvil is the one-stop shop for tabletop gamers, fantasy and sci-fi authors, or world-building enthusiasts who just can't wait to start getting some thoughts down. This is far from just a wiki editor. They have a number of tools and features available, including world-building templates, an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription, and you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out. Hi everyone, Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase The White Vault, a horror podcast set in the frigid darkness of the Arctic Circle. Follow the adventures of an international rescue and repair team investigating a mysterious signal while navigating the treacherous nature of the polar nightmare they find themselves in. Worst of all, they find they may not be as isolated as they think. Fans of Syntax will love this indie series created by a two-person team. The show balances fictional elements with painstaking scientific, linguistic, oral, and cultural precision and details. The science team hail from all across the globe, a multilingual and multidisciplinary team dealing with their findings as best they can. Filled with masterly crafted foley that places you in the moment with polar bears, howling icy winds, and more. Find The White Vault however you listen to podcasts, or find out more about the show at thewhitevault.com. Subscribe now and delve the waiting horrors. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, 
they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I should be getting near the end. Until I need to wish for more. You know this is a dumb idea, right? Jay, come on. Lizzie, please, listen to us. Running around like this is just asking for trouble. We got lucky today, but it's not- But what? What else are we supposed to do? Wait around all day and hope that Silas figures it out? Yes! Yes. It has to be better than running into whatever the hell that thing was. Oh, please, Jay. You should be smarter than this. What if he doesn't figure anything out, huh? You, Silas! What? Do you really think you can figure out what we need, even if we had all the time in the world? Go on! What do you think? Really? Perhaps we could receive an update from the linguistics team when Upsilon arrives. They got our sketch of the pedestal back to Yanis, and... And when they don't have a clue, like always, what then? You already know what happens next, even if you don't want to say it. We've got one job to do. One job! We open the God's damn breaches. If you don't figure out how, then we help you. And the only way we can do that is by finding anything and everything we can. But we've got like a couple days left before the Linkstone even gets here. There's gotta be- If you know a productive way we can help, say it. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know! But not this! I know that much for fucking sure! Guys! Stop. Please. This isn't going to get us anywhere. You're right. So tomorrow, we head out again. You better be rested up. Lizzie, wait. We can still talk about this great work, Jay. Oh, don't even start with me. You know we can't keep doing this. But she's right. It's not like we can wait here. If we don't get Breach 6 open, Beckett might try to take Cass away again. Alex. Cass? I don't... I don't need you to worry about me. Look, I understand. You're all trying to help. But I agree with Jay on this one. If I get sent home, it's not worth anyone's life, okay? But it's your life that I'm worried about, Cass. I don't want you to get kicked off the team. You've worked so hard to get us here, and- Alex. Alex. Come on now. Don't do this to me, kiddo. And forget the job. What about you? You can't go back to your family. Cass, please- Alex! I'm not worth another life, okay? Cass. Even if I thought I was worth one, it should never be more than one. We'll find it when we find it, and if not, it's going to be okay. It'll be okay either way. Now, let's all get some rest. We can talk about it more tomorrow, okay? Okay. This is so fucked. (sighs) Damned if we do, and damned if we don't. Hey, Silas. Hmm? You alright? Looking pretty shell-shocked over there. I just... I need to get busy. Things to do. Yeah. Alas, I return to this writing full of despair. Peace was not our fate. 
The Hamal broke upon us, a sore affliction. We were forced away from our home, our beloved Asratu. Truly, we are fallen. As our souls from heaven, so are we while we yet live before the sight of the gods cast down. It started with the clever, so I ask Kanamu what befell them. Kanamu says much was lost to the clever. Too much. Where the art of the clever was in elegance and their wisdom knew no bounds, now they struggle in darkness as a blind person for water. In that darkness lurked the Hamal. I say the clever must be careful, lest they stumble upon them once again. Kanamu agrees, but they are angry with me for these words. They say I speak as one knowing all things, and yet I and the other keepers have brought us to this place. I cannot even say that Kanamu is like a worm anymore, for we are all worms in this place of darkness and mud of rot and filth. I want to rebuke Kanamu and say that I am glad at least for the sparing of our lives. But I miss the cool breezes of Asratu that kept away the heat and carried the scent of salt and of grilled fish. I miss the pleasant conversations in the markets and the workshops. I miss the mountain, that high place I thought to build a home and a temple on one day. I miss the sky most of all. Kanamu tells me that the clever will turn to the old ways. There will be no grand making, no twisting of forms, only subjugation. Already this world threatens us, and warriors are needed. Fine warriors they are, girded with armor from birth and skilled with weapons. The clever have started a seed and soon we will have a place to safely call home. But already the people are grumbling. This is no fit place for us. If we cannot return to Asratu, take us to another like it, they say. And so my teacher and I must prepare for the next step, the next Nabalkutu. I cannot write these words without fright stealing the strength from my limbs. All my prayers are left unanswered. I shall not go safely in my way as a keeper. The way must be found, a new home, and I am its keeper, and so I must find the way. My only hope is that the next home is ours, for if not, my time will be next. My teachers will go next to make the offerings and supplications, and then I pray again that I will not be needed, but I prayed we would never need the way in Asratu. See what has become of that prayer. Kanamu, my friend, perhaps you are right when you go muttering about in the late hours, when you think yourself alone. Perhaps we are but a parasite, left alive, but plucked nonetheless from our host. Nothing to do now but grovel in the dirt and wait for the blood we have stolen to vanish away as we perish. Everywhere we go, havoc plays freely and death stalks the land. Why should we cause our afflictions to be put upon these poor creatures? This is no one's doing but our own. We have strayed so far and brought nothing but misery. Now I may see the wisdom in the words you say, Kanamu. Why should we go on at all? Why should we go on at all? Elizabeth Bellinger with an expedition report for Yanispace. We've arrived at the docks next to the city, which are a combination of earthworks and stone jetties. There's no boats in sight. They're probably all long degraded by now. Unusually, there's a large stone platform sticking out into the sea with several jetties 
folks emerging from a large, round-centered area. Might have been a marketplace at one time? There's nothing remaining on the platform, and the jetties are remarkably barren of life. I would have expected to see some kind of tidal life forms. Starfish, crabs, barnacles, anything. But no. Water, as far as the eye can see. Kind of reminds me of the guy in Ocean. I remember that trip. The ocean was teeming with life. This one, not so much. It's kind of creeping me out. How dead this depth is. Well, almost dead. Yeah, whatever's left behind is not great. Silas says that these clever he's reading about might have- Hey, don't play around in the water too long. We need to get moving again. Hey, you can't rush science. We're doing research. No, but I can rush the scientists. Let's go. Okay, we're coming. Oh, I'm sorry. You were saying? Eh, it's nothing. <sighs> Doesn't look like we'll find much else here. I was hoping with the mention of fish, there might be some more wildlife. We'll just have to check the lines when we come back. Maybe our rations will catch us some fish while we're out exploring. It's a shame we don't have a net. We're lucky Jay had some hooks and fishing line. What I wouldn't give to actually be lucky for once. I really hope we're able to get the breach open when the Linkstone gets here, Cass. Won't be the end of the world if we don't. Might as well be for us. I'm, I'm doing my best, but you're still better at finding your way. Even, even half blind. <laughs> your eyesight's always been better than mine. Yeah, but you've got the trailblazing skills. You always seem to know the way back to camp almost by instinct. And don't even get me started on the survival skills. You and Jay are so much more comfortable in the wild than the rest of us. Isn't it all wild out here? It's not like I've trained for this. Maybe not, but we wouldn't have made it this far without you. Some of us didn't. Alright, lines are all set up. If there's any fish down there and they have an appetite for jerky, we should come back to a haul. You made sure they're all secured. I don't want to start littering this new depth so soon. All accounted for. They shouldn't go anywhere. Not for tides or storms, nor anything. There might not be much in the way of tides. How do you figure that? Oh, because no moon? Exactly. If there are any tides, they're probably solar, and solar tides are usually much more gentle than lunar tides, depending on how far away the sun is, or I should say, this sun. Could explain why life is scarcer on this world. Tides do a lot for the ecosystems of Earth, and I'm sure the same is true for Gaia and other worlds. Questions for another day. Let's head for the woods on the edge of town. We'll tackle the mountain tomorrow. Fine. Silas! What? Huh? Quit staring at the water. Let's go. Okay. <sighs> Why are you... Because I'll miss your voice if I end up leaving. <sighs> we'll make sure that doesn't happen. I believe you. But if it does happen, I'd like to have some recordings. Something to remember us by. Might not really be worth remembering me. Shush. You're being mopey. Can you blame me? I don't. Not at all. But we said we'd try to pull ourselves together for the team. We can cry all we want later. Together. Don't give me those sad puppy dog eyes. Sorry. Oh, dear recorder diary. We went to the beach today. And it was the worst day ever. Stop. There wasn't a single barista in sight. Why are you being so aggravating right now? I think I might be overdosing on vitamin D with all this beautiful sunlight. And I was so close to becoming a true vampire. And the water was salty, and even though it's the perfect temperature, I couldn't go swimming because I'm afraid of germs. <laughs> We're all supposed to be afraid of contamination. 
Not like that stops you, the worm meat enthusiast. And now I have to go on a hike to some lovely woods. And life is just... Are you quite through being ridiculous? Are you done being sad yet? I'll think about it. Oh, to be back at base with a glass of hot tea and some Anuka honey. I just wish this crash yard person would go away. They're unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> I got the grin. Only because you're acting the fool. Then I should do it more often. Go ahead. Say it. I'm not saying anything. I see you've got a snarky comment. I didn't say a word. You won't get anything out of me. Cassius is always a bit of a dumbass. That what you were going to say? Huh? I would never. But you were thinking it. No, that's your bad brain, not mine. You mean my dumb brain? Cass, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Sigh. Cass? A little while longer. We can do that, right? For you? As long as we have to. Oh, don't say all that. We owe it to you. I owe it to you. You don't owe me anything. We're even, remember? I don't remember any such thing. Wh you pulled my ass out of an iceworm cave. Hmm. Odd. Don't recall. What I remember is getting hauled out of the training cave, soaking wet and still blubbering and gasping all over the place. Oh, please. Whatever. And blinking my eyes in the fading sunlight, seeing you crest over the top of the moth nest. You must have been hallucinating. That was Jay, not me. And then it was you. That just means I have at least two people to thank for saving me. Then we're even. And... I couldn't possibly forget how you charged that kabutal. Took it out all by yourself. I had help, you dumbass. You were right there. I wish you would just forget it. How could I? That's the day half the light of my world went out. <laughs> now that has got to be the corniest line I've ever heard, Silas Caldwell. Hmm, perhaps. But I achieved the response I desired. <laughs> what? Sounding like a hopeless romantic? Making you laugh again. <sighs> Lizzie's doing that thing where she waves at us violently from up front. Do you think we should catch up? I think we've dragged behind long enough. Let's see what's in that forest. You hear that? Yep. I don't hear anything. Guys, you're scaring me. Sorry. You don't notice anything odd? No birds. No bugs. Just the wind. Great, Gaia. What is wrong with this depth? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Can you guys explain why this is so bad? It may not be bad, not necessarily, but the conditions are so perfect otherwise. This should be like a paradise for any kind of life we'd recognize from our understanding of biology. But you know how we think the depths may have been connected? If the breaches were left open for any length of time. Right. Deba is filled with life. There are bugs everywhere. Here? Nothing. We've got shrubs, we've got grass, and we've got trees. And that's about it. It's like those big lawns you see in the suburbs. Couple plants, and that's it. Everything else is a pest. And pests get removed. So, who's doing the landscaping? An excellent question, Jay. I'll add it to my ever-growing list. 
Well, can't hurt to go a little deeper. Let's keep the town in sight and have a look around. Once it reaches midday, we can head back. All right. Stay close, everybody. Just like on Gaia, watch for roots and try to follow my path. You got the rear, Jay? Yeah. I got it. Want to make an expedition report while we're at it, Lizzie? Oh, I guess. Not much to report. The trees are a mixture of hawthorn, ash, beech. Well, alright, to be more specific, they look like subspecies of those trees. There's a lot of space between each one, so there's a good mixture of tall and short specimens. And that means visibility is quite low, unlike the more open and tall guy in breechwoods. At least the terrain is fairly level, but we're heading up in the direction of the mountain. Might go more uphill as we go along. We'll check back in shortly. Silas Coldwell, with an update for Yana's face. Because I can't stand how quiet it's been. And we're stopping to rest. What do we have to update? I'm not- Well, for starters, where's all the dead stuff? There isn't any. Absolutely right. Not so much as a fallen branch, just a couple of leaves blowing in the breeze. Maybe, maybe death doesn't- exist here. Biological death doesn't play a factor, you think? At least not violently. There might be old age. Senescence, I think it's called. Yes, that's right. But the conditions here don't appear violent, or cramped, or non-conducive to life. There's not much variation of life, but it doesn't have any trouble growing. Survival of the fittest may be as simple as just being. Why hasn't it overtaken everything, then? Maybe it doesn't need to. Biological factors for exploding populations are often tied with the survival of the species in question. If there's no competition, why would you ever evolve the ability to grow faster? Or to die at all? All of that just means the gene pool becomes more competitive. Why invent a problem when there isn't one? If I may chime in. Go ahead. The condition of the ruins shows us that this depth doesn't experience much in the way of change. While I must remind everyone my specialty is not archaeology... A necessary reminder. What we should have seen with the ruins was everything becoming buried, washed away by rains, or otherwise destroyed by natural forces. Volcanoes, mudslides, earthquakes, simple erosion, you name it. But... The conditions here are oddly... idyllic. Meaning, they weren't kidding when they called it heaven. Precisely. No predators, no prey. And the evolutionary models start to fold on themselves. That doesn't explain the biggest question, then. Why did they leave? If we had an answer to that... Wait, maybe we do. Hear me out. One of the reasons we thought it was a rebellion. They got driven out. But if a rebellion happened, what became of the remainder? Right, so maybe not. Especially if the conditions here were still perfect, why would they die off? The town is still intact. The other idea is a natural predator species that only preyed on whatever species the people who made this city were. Which we think might be human, possibly, a human ancestor which emerged from the breach. Could be. But what if they weren't the top of the food chain? We are on Earth, but that may not have been true here. And then, hopefully, the predators all died off without their prey species to sustain them. Hopefully, you say. Well, nothing's around anymore. Maybe the puppets back in town actually do eat them, and they weren't human. They haven't attacked us. With... one exception? I've decided I don't much care for any of these thoughts. We have to consider them. Down! What? Jay, what the fuck? Shh! 
the fuck is going on, Jay? Movement. I definitely saw something. Over there. You're sure? I'm positive. I don't see anything. It might be gone now. Should probably head back anyway. Now we're seeing things. I didn't imagine it. How can Now's you- a really bad time to argue. <sighs> Jay, keep an eye out. I'll get us back to the edge of town. Does that sound good, Lizzie? Fine. Fine. Then let's go. Yes, please. Not as far as I would have liked, but these woods are totally sparse anyway. You alright, love? I'm fine. Just a little spooked, is all. Understandable. Maybe the fishing lines have more luck? Do you think you can get us back to the docks before dark, Cass? I'll do my best. We'll be coming into town from a different way. Urban exploration isn't my forte. Jay, did you really... I'm sure. (sighs) Go on ahead. I'll watch our backs. All right, let's go. Other than... Other than... Oh, God. Uh, Don't worry. We're coming. Hold tight. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's too dark. It's it's way too dark. It's way too... Cass! 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 What? Can you toss the light down here? I can't see a thing. I can try. It might not work. It looks like you fell into a tunnel. Please try! Did you get that? I got it! I got it! Thank you! Someone there. Hello? Cassius! We're coming. Don't worry. Please hurry. understand me. I mean you no harm. Please. Breathe. Breathe, Silas. Breathe. I, I, I don't know how I got here, but please, if I'm trespassing, I can just leave. Please, please, just let me go. Just, I can't stay down here. I, Casa. Casa Mall. Inasulbi, Naslamu, Velde Ikti. What are you? No. No! No! Stop! Stop!
on. Do you feel any better? Not really, no. I don't blame you. Do you really think talking about it will help? I... I, I don't know. I don't know, but... I want to try. The earth opened up and and I fell. Slid down there. The place down below the the hole didn't end. I was in some kind of cavern stretched on two sides of me. A, a, a tunnel carved out of the dirt. And uh, I wasn't alone. How did you know? I heard something. That clinking sound on the recording. Yes. The only light was coming from above, so it was hard to tell. But then you dropped the flashlight. And when I tried to turn, I saw something move in the darkness. When you heard me scream, it had grabbed my leg and started dragging me further into the tunnel. I lost the flashlight part of the way. The darkness was almost total. Then it stopped. I couldn't see anything except, except a faint glimmering. Something shone with a light of its own, but so dim I couldn't make out what it was. Several things. I don't know what they were. They weren't like anything I've ever heard of before. There were eyes shining brighter in the midst of the dim luminescence. They started getting closer to me, and that's when I tried to speak. I don't know if they understood me. I certainly couldn't understand them, but but they, f they felt... Familiar. We don't have to do this if you don't want to. And then, and then, they put me in that thing. The tiny pod. There wasn't any room. No light. I couldn't breathe and, and. Stop, stop. You're okay now. We, we made it back safely. We're not going back out there again. You hear me? You're safe with us. I, I hope so. I, I don't know. I, hey, listen. I'm going to go drop this off with Lizzie and see about our next move. Alex is going to come watch you for a bit, but I'll be right back, okay? Okay. Alex, hmm? can you stay with him for a sec? Just gotta drop this off. Yeah, sure thing. 
How is he? Not much better, but he's talking now. I got what I could about what happened. It's not much. Hmm. I'll go get his vitals again, just to be sure. So? So? What's your plan? I don't have one at the moment. Bullshit! You want to go back out there. We have to, don't we? Not at all. Cass, we got to keep looking around. We can't... We can leave Silas here with Jay or... Oh, so we can come back to find them all missing? Or better yet, have no way of getting help on our own? I might be a dumbass, but that is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. It's already landed me in hot water before, and you want to try it again? Look, I'm sorry, but what else am I supposed to do? The fuck do you mean? You don't have a clue what you're supposed to be doing. Running around like this isn't going to improve our odds. It has to. We can't do anything waiting here, and you know that. He's dead weight here or out there, so it doesn't matter where- (gasps) Here. Review this. I'll be back and we'll see if either of us have had a change of heart. Because if not, things are about to get a little problematic between us. I fucked it. I've fucked everything. Again, I can't even do one thing right! I did my best. I keep trying, and I keep getting the curveballs of the century. The breach is right here. It's right here. This should have been easy, but no. I don't even care anymore. You got your whole Karashiad thing. I just wanted to do one thing right. Is that so much? Huh? They're going to break up Alpha. They're going to put somebody else here, and and this is my chance. This is my chance. I want to shine, to show I can do something right, that I'm not just some recluse from the middle of nowhere. I can lead this team. I can get the breach open. I can! Lizzie. (sighs) (sighs) Alex. Oh, my God. You scared me. You were scaring me. What's wrong? Why are you yelling? Are you crying? No. Okay, fine. Yes, what about it? It's okay. Really. I don't need... I don't... I get it. It's fine, alright? I'm fine. Yeah. Sure looks that way. (laughs) What do you want, kiddo? I'm here to check on you, dummy. You were yelling so loud we could hear you from the tents. I was? Yes. What's wrong? Cass didn't look too happy either. Tell me what's going on. You gonna make me or something? I thought you were nicer about my problems. Usually I am. But you're both in a wreck, and I've got some spoons left to deal with you two, so spill the beans. It's been a long day, Alex, and I don't think we're going to find what we're looking for. Nine owls, we don't even know what we're looking for. What are we even doing? What are we doing? I thought I was helping. I think you are. It's not like it's your fault. What do you mean? Well, like, none of this is your fault. If Cass does get sent home, that's Beckett's doing. And it's not like you're not putting in effort to find what we need. It sounds like the people who built this city tried to make sure it wouldn't get opened again. It was supposed to be so easy, though. The one time, the one time, Alex. It's right in front of us. It could be up on the mountain. It could be in the sea. But no, it's down the street. And we can't get it open. Tough luck, huh? 
That is the understatement of the century. And that's all I get is tough luck. I'm sorry, Lizzie. Really. I know there's a lot riding on this. I'm not here to make fun or make you feel worse. I just... I just want to help. We shouldn't keep looking around blindly, should we? Was that question rhetorical, or... Because I'll tell you point blank what I think. <laughs> it's not. We definitely shouldn't. We've got, what, hominid predator theory? No clue what we're actually looking for. The worst depth yet, as far as our understanding goes. I mean, it's paradise, but how does anything work around here? We can't even go into the woods, looks like. Some of the buildings have freaky knife creatures inside, and there's barely any living things besides grass and trees. What are you going to do next? Cut down some trees and make a boat? Head out across the sea? I had thought about it. Or, better yet, take off up the mountain? That seems a little easier than trying to go canoeing, doesn't it? Right? And maybe we'll find some road and I. Or something like that, like we did on Gaia. You think so? Nope. <laughs> now there's a vote of no confidence. <laughs> like hell. Hey, you watch your language, young lady. I'm 24. I can swear like anyone else, and I mean it. This has nothing to do with confidence in your ability as a leader. If it's not there, it's not there. Nothing you do will make it appear. We can go look, sure, but we've got to be careful. That's where you'll prove yourself, Lizzie. By getting everyone home. Does that really make me a good team lead? Surely I have to get the mission done, too. Why do you think even Cass believes they're a failure? Because... Because... <sighs> You're right. I I'm not blaming Cass for Greg, either. Do you? No! I would never! Then you get it. It just feels like failure. But you haven't lost anyone yet, so... So, uh, I'm already better than Cassius? No, no! I'm saying you should understand where Cass is coming from. Why they're so worried. They don't want you to have that feeling. They care about you too much for that. I know you and Silas don't get along. And I know the reasons for that. But, but, Cass does care. We all do. So, we'll keep trying. Slowly, alright? You're right. You should get some rest. Jay and I can keep watch. No, not yet. There's something I have to do first. What's that? What a leader should do. Are they both inside? I doubt they'd be anywhere else. Jay. <clears throat> yes. They are in there. I'm going to speak to both of them. Can you two keep an eye out? Sure thing. Thanks. Hey. Lizzie. I'm not here to fight. I promise. I know I'm probably not your favorite person right now, but I wanted to give you both an update. To try and put your minds at ease. We won't be going anywhere else until we get a resupply from Upsilon. But, but that's- It doesn't matter, truly. Look, we just talked about this in the woods, right before we tried to leave. We've been lucky not to run into a depth that was more than we could handle. And if this one defeated the authors from your notes, well, I'm not too keen on continuing the wild goose chase on our own. Especially not after today. 
We'll be right here, get some much needed rest, and take stock in a couple days once we have the stone. You can translate to your heart's content. Lizzie. Hmm? Thank you. <sighs> yeah, it's all up to you now, Silas. Just let us know. Hey, nose out, you two. found myself intently studying the shade, that feeling prickling the back of my scalp still preventing me from making any noise. Why were they standing there for so long? Surely I've been here a good five, ten minutes already? Are their legs really that skinny? Or is the sun playing tricks on me? Is that how human heads are usually shaped? Like an outstretched oval with no sharp points? No visible hair. No mouth or eyes. <laughs> don't, don't be ridiculous, Silas. I think at this point I shouldn't see a mouth or eyes on a shadow anyway. Heads are supposed to just be blobs. But then... I did see eyes. <sighs> I can't sleep. So I thought I'd try to get some translating work done, but... I can't focus, so I try to sleep, and then... <sighs> Apparently I can't do anything. Not a damn thing. At least the stars are out tonight. As they are every night on Osratu. Always clear skies, and no moon or light pollution. The view is... Brilliant. Sublime. I would almost go so far as to say that, on nights and in places like this, the whole trip has been worthwhile. Almost. I believe you, Ilutisu. Lucky, as you are called. There is no reason to go back into this breach. Left empty for so long, by the hard labor and travails that assaulted you and your people from every turn. I think... I think I understand a little about how you came to be on Earth. If indeed you went there at all. You passed through these realms, and each was more inhospitable than the last. But... It was still better than what came before. It had to be. Or else, why leave? In our hubris, we imagine ourselves as more capable of dealing with what lies beyond. This journey, this whole expedition, this breach project, this isn't wisdom. This isn't a peacekeeping mission or even a matter of fortification. No, this is plain and simple folly. We should not, under any circumstances, go any farther. I know that. Contact could mean the doom of our species, much less the death of this team I call a family. So why bother? I could quit now. We all could. They'd certainly quarantine us. The knowledge about the breaches is concerning. I understand that too. So am I just doing this to stick together? Maybe. But now I get to dwell here with nothing but my thoughts for company. Cassius finally dozed off, thank heaven. But now I'm doing that thing I told Cass to try. Thinking. Really ruminating. 
And I don't think it's just that. I love Alpha, but the breaches won't stay closed. We'll open them. We'll find a way. Or someone else will. That's the part that irks me. That's really driving me forward. And now that I think on it, I can't stand the thought of not being the ones to see this through. Not just for Cass's sake. Though I will be seeing that magazine cover, mark my words. No, I... I keep on because I have to see it through. I must know what's out there, which sounds deeply uncharacteristic of me. Or is it, really? Was there ever a book I could put down, even if it was terrible? Sometimes I just had to know what happened. And here I am. This whole terrible adventure ought to have stopped long ago before it cost anyone their lives. And yet, now we're here. And we knew what we signed up for. And I must know what lies beyond. Is this that explorer's itch Cass spoke about a long time ago? Feels like centuries away. <gasps> Shooting stars. As if the night sky couldn't get any more regal. What a sight. Aren't you supposed to make a wish on these? <laughs> Couldn't hurt, I suppose. I wish... Wait, wait. If I verbalize it, doesn't that make it not come true? <laughs> Nobody's awake to hear. This one can just be for the recorder and myself. I wish... I wish I knew the way forward. I wish I knew what we needed. I wish to get to the bottom of these breaches so this mission could be over once and for all. Not again. Wait. Wait. This can't be. I shouldn't be hearing things. No one's around. So why? I... I only hear these when there's a link stone on the pedestal. This... This can't be. So why am I hearing things? I'll just take a quick look. There's nothing inside. There's nothing inside. There's nothing inside. We've sat right here watching it. There's nothing in here. There's... There's... There's a stone on... There's... There's... There's a stone on the pedestal. The, this shouldn't be here. But... How? We checked it when we first arrived. I, I jotted the sigil down myself, and... Who did this? Is this a joke? Why? Why wait to show the stone? Did, did you have it all along? What kind of...
lifeless stone. <laughs> Hello, little one. What's the matter? Aren't you going to say something? Where are your manners? Hello? Is, is someone there? Fine. I'll just show you. Cassius. Cassius! What? What? Whoa. Whoa. Hey, Sai. Sai, are you okay? Hi. I, I don't know. Are, are you real? What do you mean, am I real? You're... You're here. I'm... I'm still here. Did you have a bad dream? I... I don't know. I think... I think I know what we need. For Breach 6. What? Syntax is a podcast by Twin Strangers Productions and is licensed under an attribution share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed and produced by Stella Rowan Odom and written by Ty Vaughn. Silas Caldwell is played by Ty Vaughn. Cassius Thatcher is played by Beth Sage Fong. Elizabeth Bellinger is played by Morgie B. Alex Yard is played by Jules Christine. Jeremiah Woods is played by Elgin Smith. Additional voices provided by M. Mulder. Find out more about the show on SyntaxPodcast.com. Link in the description. If you enjoyed this episode, rate us on your favorite listening platform. It helps us out tremendously. Know the depths. Wish for more. Special thanks to our Indiegogo backers who supported us this season. Micah Carmichael Jen Schabel Jamie Henderson Leanne Egan Flo Audrey Feltner Fox Katrina Rogers Jose Sanchez Johan Kingsley Kit Hardick This show was made on the Twin Strangers Productions Network. You can support the creation of new and ongoing audio dramas by subscribing to our Patreon. Visit our website to find the latest news and updates about other shows at twinstrangersproductions.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.